0: Thank you, Brother Bishop. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Holy Ghost around here tonight. Wouldn't be much good for us to be here if he wasn't here. I've learned to appreciate the difference his spirit makes. We can say everything about one another that we need to say in just a few moments. Or we can talk about him all night long and not be through. (laughs) Praise God. And... uh, my privilege to come again uh, to Reading and to uh, preach for you, or try to at least. I make no uh, promises relative to my preaching or teaching. Just whatever happens, we'll try to do with it. But uh, your tremendous ministry here, Brother Bishop, Brother Underwood, these other brethren have been introduced to you, and my compatriots in the gospel, how pleasing it must be to the Holy Ghost that uh, everybody should meet so excited about talking a, a relative to spiritual things. It must be acceptable to him, huh?
1: Thank God.
0: And we're going we're gonna to do that. We're going to talk about him from several angles here. And if you like him like I do, if you love him like I do, something about it will uh, move on your soul and will last you. You'll think about it on and on and on and on. Praise God. Jesus said the difference between Martha and Mary, one was busy doing a lot of running around serving, Mary was sitting at his feet and said she has chosen the good part. And the thing I liked about it, her listening to the words of the Lord, it shall never be taken away from her.
1: Never
0: be taken away from her. The good part tonight is for us to listen to his word. And it will never be taken away from her. All the running around and the serving that everybody can do. All of the serving of tea and, and the fixing up that all goes away. But what you get when you're set listening to Him stays with you from Amen. now on. Never, never taken away. Say praise the Lord. Praise
1: Amen. the Lord. Thank, Thank God. Lord.
0: Sound like you're excited. I hope I can keep up with you. It looked like to me... The reason I got rid of my hounds is I'm all broke down in my back, you know, an old man. Can't keep up any longer. And uh, I told him I preached uh, Monday night of our general conference, and I said, uh, I made that statement. I said, really, I'm a, I'm a coon hunter by trade. I just preach on the side. And my district superintendent hollered out, I'm glad to hear you admit it. You know. <laughs> Brother Timmy, he's going to get in his word, you know, before it's over with. God bless your heart. You may be seated. Uh, ask me to sing. Uh, the, somebody's remembering when I sang with a Conqueror's Quartet. takes three others to cover up what I do, and I'm not uh, brave enough to try it by myself. Bless your heart. Maybe at some point, sometime, we will do that. Uh, let's see, tomorrow night is in Yuba City. Um, for the, um, there will be a prophecy update, I think, that's planned uh, on Saturday. And there's a lot of things that have happened in the world that um, is related to Bible prophecy. My uh, prophecy conference I've had for 32 years in, uh, in Lake Charles. This year is going to be quite different because uh, we've always included uh, Russia, Gog, and Magog so forth in our teaching, and things that uh, we've been talking about, some of the things included are involved in the Word of God, um, are being news today, and uh, plus some things that uh, NASA has released that uh, I have uh, private information to, uh, what they have found, and so on, it's, uh, it's uh, important. I was telling Brother Underwood that uh, you've heard of the battles recently of the Dead Sea Scrolls and uh, how they were trying to get them released. And uh, I was invited and now belong to the, uh, this is not blowing any whistle of any kind, just letting you know sort of what's going on, uh, to the uh, Institute of Studies of the Dead Sea Scrolls. And I do belong to that. And have been sent within the last few days 1,700 manuscripts that were unpublished. Nobody has seen them for 40 years. Nobody knows what's in them. And they've asked me to study those. And um, I, of course, will be able to tell whatever I find to anybody, but I won't be able to publish it as far as writing it and publishing it until I report to them first but the exciting thing is that whatever the scholars of the world find uh, in the Dead Sea Scrolls, uh, I get to know about it. They will have uh, to tell me about it, and so that's quite a that's quite a thing. I just uh, was in a hurry uh, moment here to be friendly before we get ugly.
1: <laughs>
0: built a built a library. Uh, My study, my son, my associate, run me out of my study at the uh, church and so at connects connection to my house, the library, and so those um, manuscripts will be on display if you ever come to see us. Very, very famous manuscripts. Uh, I'll be telling uh, something about that probably Saturday on how they came to be released and and the amazing thing that... um, A little 2 before apostolic preacher should be able to have those and be able to examine them. And um, the main thing to find out whatever is involved in those. Some things we know now, within just the last few days, uh, that uh, did not know manuscripts written at 200 years before Christ and then 200 years after Christ for that uh, span of time things that um, happened relative to the um, cradle of Christianity, the attitudes of uh, the Jews, uh, the kind of setting when the uh, gospel began to be preached. All of that is important. There are no smoking guns, if you will accept that phrase, that we know of. They said no smoking guns, but have already found some. They don't think they smoke. I think they do. And we'll, we'll talk about that, however. Praise God. But tonight we're going to look at the Word of the Lord here. And ask that you uh, look at it with us. And um, invite you to these other services. And I'll say again, my privilege to be back with you uh, again this year for this um, conference. Praise God. Amen. And... Um, we're going to be going to the uh, book of John for study tonight, the 14th chapter, and I'll be reading from the uh, original Greek text, so it will sound a little different to you, reading from yours. I'll have to uh, turn it around, everything is backwards, and I'll turn it around and translate it as uh, as I go, and, uh, and maybe that it'll mean something to you. The... Uh, 14th chapter of uh, the Gospel of John, and let me read the 29th verse, and that's all right if you want to stand. appreciate you uh, honoring the Word of the Lord. No ways take it to be honoring myself, but all honor unto Him. And now I'm saying to you uh, beforehand uh, what shall happen, in order that when it shall happen you may believe. And no longer will I talk with you much. I will not talk with you about much, because the ruler of this world is coming, and he has nothing in me. Uh, If you will uh, look back, just skip back to the 13th chapter, and... um, to the 30th verse you'll read these words Therefore after taking the bread dipped bread or sop taking the dipped bread soupion dipped bread this one which was Judas went out immediately and it was night When he went out Jesus said, therefore, now the Son of Man is splendorized, or glorified. And God is splendorized in Him. Praise God. Say, God bless your word. word. You may be seated. I give you for the sake of remembering the subject. The secrets of the church. The secrets of the church. The scripture I read to you, first of all, Judas dipped the bread with him and then went out. That's the one I just got through reading you. Therefore, the word un is causal, which means because he left. Jesus said these things. The one that I read to you first, the fourteenth chapter, he says, I'm not going to be saying very much more to you because the arcane prince translated in King James I come from the word beginning, or beginner or ruler. The ruler of this world is coming. I'm not going to say much more because he's getting close. Then he gave us this report, but he has nothing in me. Somewhere between the time that Judas left,
1: therefore,
0: Jesus said, because he was gone, and before he came back, he says, I'm not going to say much more. He's getting close. Somewhere in between there, he said some things. When the devil was gone, he said some things. Let's look at him tonight and see what he said. Amen? Secrets of the church. You see, we make the by, uh, mistake by thinking that the devil is omniscient. That he knows everything. He isn't. There is only one omniscient, That is all-knowing. There's only one, all knowing Praise God. You see, the Scripture says, if he had known that this was the Prince of Glory, he would not have crucified him. You see, he said to him when he was tempting, if you are the Son of God, yeah. and the if is such a condition in the Greek for conditions, you can tell whether to expect a negative over how much you believe it when you ask it. If you are, and it is uncertain to be decided in the future whether you are or not. So if you are, do this, that, and the other. If you listen to his philosophy, people want to listen to the philosophy of the devil. He says, jump off this place. That's, you follow his philosophy, jump off here. But uh, he's gone now. Therefore, I'm going to say this. Then, before he got back. You see, he doesn't know everything. In fact, about the church, he only knows what you and I tell him outside of prayer. Praise God. He is not omniscient. If he had known, I say again, there is only one omniscience. Only one who knows everything. Praise God. And we have access to his throne through the veil. That is to say, his blood, which Satan cannot penetrate. Praise God. Right here tonight, we can plead the blood of Jesus Christ, and Satan can't stay with us. We can say things and then enter to the place that he does not have access to. Rebuke him, and he'll flee from you. Maybe before we talk much more, we ought to get rid of him. Huh? How about that? Amen. Let's Let's at least run him around the block while you and I talk for a little while, all right? Praise God. We don't want to cast our pearls before swine. Amen. And uh, he should not know. So, praise God. Will everybody say, through the blood of Jesus Christ, Christ. we rebuke you, Satanos. Satanos. And we ask you to leave Ben Shakar. In the name of Jesus Christ.
1: Christ.
0: Oh glory. All right, let's believe that He's gone. Praise God. Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Woo He can't stay. He can't stay. We with boldness have access through his blood. Beyond the veil, which He does not have access to. He cannot go there. He is only summoned. And these things, I could take time for each point and prove them. But you remember, Jesus spoke in parables. And they said, um, don't talk to us. Why are you talking in parables? He said, For those that is given to know, they will know. But for those to whom it is not given, they will not know. Strange how that he can say the same thing to everybody, but there are certain ones that it clicks and they know, while there are others that say, We don't get it. Amen. Praise God. Secrets of the church. You know why? It's because he does not want this great gospel prostituted All right. and made common All right. and rejected All right. and cast into the dirt All right. as pearls. You know what a pearl is? A precious jewel that's found rarely in such exotic places as beneath the sea, in the mouth of organisms that are made to produce this. You don't take that kind of a thing and throw it in front of a hog. He doesn't appreciate it. He do not know whether to eat it. He do not know whether to smile. You ever see a hog smile? He doesn't know what to do with a pearl. The truth of God is as misunderstood and least appreciated by those who have not and will not and do not appreciate it. They have no more use for it than an ant has got gasoline to back him out of a garage totally incoherent. Amen. Uh, my translator's having trouble with that over here. I believe. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Amen. Alright, I'll be anxious to hear how that came out. <laughs> but Jesus said, you don't throw this to hogs. They understand crumbs. They understand slop. They know corn." Pearls they don't know It takes somebody that knows what they are, where they came from, and what they're made for And they're not to hang around your neck they, they're made to build gates out of. Just wait till we get there and I'll show you.
1: The gates
0: are made of pearl, one pearl. I want to see that oyster. Yeah. Hang yeah. <laughs> on. Oh, oh, praise God. But he said, the devil's gone.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. He's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know we're going to talk about some Ju- things Judas never did here. We take it for granted that he understood everything like everybody else. He did not. He did not. It's possible for you to be sitting here tonight and this praise and worship going on, uh-huh. and the reading from this blessed book, and the preaching of the gospel, you say, I don't get it. You can even say amen and still not get it. Thank God. It is a special person. It's spiritually determined. It's a person that knows the value of a self outside of this self. Yes. Or beside the flesh. Yes. Spiritually yes. Praise God. Before I get into what we talk about, let me go into that, that a little bit more. Alright? Sometimes another. Let's talk about what a man does when he's talking in tongues. Paul says, to the believer... It builds him up. Edification, oikidomeno, like builds him up. To the unbelonger, the one who is coming in and on his way, to the unbelonger, he is convinced and will say amen. But to the unbeliever, it's a sign of judgment. Therefore, tongues are assigned not to them that believe, but to them that believe not. All right. Someday we'll take time. I'm just I'm throwing some stuff out here. I'm, I'll get to what we want after a while. Are you with me? Nod yeah. your head, shake a book. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Amen. But let me mention to you what he says about the believer, what he's doing when he's speaking in tongues. When a man speaks in tongues, he's not talking to man. He's talking to God. Yes.
1: Therefore,
0: or howbeit as a result of this, he is speaking in the Spirit, mysteries. Yes. Oh, glory. Yes. Mysteries. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Secrets. Yes. 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 And Paul says, I thank God I speak in tongues more than you are.
1: Then he had to
0: say, "Pray for me that a door of words, logos, will be open to me that I can reveal the mysteries of the Spirit. You're sitting in a group of folks tonight that didn't even realize it themselves, but they're walking and talking, mysteries of the Spirit of God. Secrets that they need prayer so that they can be able to say it to other people. Our problem is not what we know. It's how to get it out to where those who should understand it will understand it. But at the same time, those who should not will not. Somebody said, "Is it election?" I won't even enter that. It is election, but yet you make a choice. I got a scripture that stumps the Calvinist all to pieces because it says, "Make your, you make it." Calling an election, sure. You do something with your election. Praise God. Is that going all right? All right. Praise God. I don't want to talk here and have just big fog. That's right. Like, like uh, you know, uh, shooting firecrackers in the fog, that doesn't help nobody.
1: Nobody
0: uh, <laughs> sees anything. You don't know which way to get out. But he that speaks in tongues isn't talking to anybody else. He is in his spirit talking to God. And he's speaking mysteries that he doesn't even know how to say himself. So he has to be prayed for that a door of words be opened to him so he can make known the mysteries of the Spirit of God. Now sometimes, preachers, when you got time and you want to do it, look through every time Paul talked about a mystery of the Spirit and see what he finds in it. Most of them will center around what Jesus said in this intermission of Judas leaving, and before he came back with the rulers. In that intermission, most of it centers around that. Are you anxious to find out here? All right, the devil's gone, huh? He doesn't know. We can talk about it and he don't know. Praise God. It's not a matter of the intellectually uh, uh, comprehending. It's a matter of values and believing it. He heard Jesus say, I am the Mashiach, I'm the Messiah. He heard him say that, but he didn't believe it. It's a problem with him. And uh, he is, I had you say, Ben-Shakar. That means son of the morning. But he lost his place because he was lifted up with his own beauty. Oh, God help us. Amen. But he doesn't know He has to ask what he can do. He has to ask all about it. Therefore, we ought to keep our tongue outside of prayer. In prayer you're saved. But don't be telling him your weak points outside of prayer. Amen? Don't talk about your preacher. Outside of prayer, the devil doesn't need to know nothing about it. Amen. Oh, I'm reading you. I can give you plenty more Scripture for tonight. But let's move on here. What did they discuss? First of all, he discussed his absence. That was going to be a problem. Because you see him, the power, the glory, all of it there. Then all of a sudden when he's gone, it's a different... But he talked to them like they were little children. And uh, you know how children are. They have no concept of time. You don't, you don't say three hours to a child. They don't know what three hours is. You know? You say, uh, when are we going to go to the store, Daddy? Uh, in about four or five hours from now. They don't have They, t- they have no comprehension of four or five hours. So he said, it won't be long. I uh, used to, my children. I'm going to visit grandparents. It was an eight-hour drive. They didn't understand eight hours. So they say, how much do we like, Daddy? When are we going to be there? I say, a little while. When I first started, I had to put it like this. You've got time to take a nap. Wake up. Take another nap. And wake up. And we'll be there. You've got to talk to children like that, you know. I mean, you just, they don't understand. What if Jesus, he said, A little while you'll see me. And in a little while you won't see me. And in a little while you'll see me. (laughs) This is one of the things. And and he saw them with their heads together. (laughs) And he said, Are you questioning that I said a little while? They said, Yes. He said, Forget it. Amen. If he'd have told them two thousand years, they'd have faded on the spot. Peter said, "I'd never make it. I'll never make it. I'll never make it." (laughs) But he knew how to handle them. A little while, you're going to see me, and a little while, aren't you happy the way he talks to his children? Oh, Oh, glory to God! He tells us what we need to know, but He leaves out these eternal aspects. You see, a day is as a thousand years to Him. When you are as old as He is, He has always been and will always be. And a thousand years is a day, and a day is as a thousand years. But you're talking to people that are confined to about 70 years or so. And you're talking about the future. And they love you. And they want you to stay. And you know you've got to leave them. And they're going to want you around. And what's going to happen while I'm gone? You talk in terms of a child. A little while you'll see me. A little while you won't. And then a little while I'll be back. Yeah. Praise God. Oh,
1: hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And everybody that doesn't love Him enough
0: to stay interested loses interest. They forget that He is coming back. You can say He's coming back as He's been gone 2,000 years. That doesn't make us any difference. He talked to us like we were His children and said a little while and a little while and a little while.
2: But oh,
0: he gave him something to go along with it, and we'll find out about that. Oh brother, listen, we, we, we ought to praise him tonight that he's still around, his spirit. I don't believe he's dead.
1: Hallelujah. Amen. Thank
0: God. He is the monogenao, not only begotten, but the only kind of a son. Hallelujah. Never was another one like him. Praise God! Never was the word is monogenes, not monogynao. Monogenes is only kind. I translated it in a master thesis one time, and I translated it. He is the unique Son. Professor Garrick saw that and said, "I never did notice that before." <laughs> Amen. I said, "There never was another one like him." That's the reason it's there. Because he was born of a woman, but he had no earthly father. His father was an invisible spirit. Praise God. Woo! Glory to God! And they didn't know it, but he was walking and talking, God, in a form among them. Hallelujah. So we're going to talk about it. He goes, one of the first things he says is a little while. One of the next things he talks about is... My father and I, and finally Philip had all he could stand of that.
1: Yeah,
0: he'd heard that for three and a half
1: years yeah.
0: or longer. Yeah. Amen. He'd heard that. Hell, he
1: could say, yeah. Yeah. and he said, "You're talking
0: about him, trot him around here. Show us the father." Yeah. 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 Amen. We want to see him. Yeah. Yeah. We can't go with this business of somewhere else. Show us the Father. And the word is the kind of, it will be enough. I won't say any more. I won't ask
1: you again.
0: If you'll just show me the Father. And then like a patient father, he said, Have I been so long with you? Judas never did hear this. Amen. The devil didn't know this. He still doesn't know it because it's spoken in the mysteries of the Spirit. Praise God. Hmm. Oh, glory. Let me just stop here. And somebody said, what about somebody that backslides, that learned it, that knew it? What about them? A strange thing happened. The Bible says they forget That they were purged from their old sin. They forget what it was like back at the very beginning. Here is the secret. As long as you're advancing toward God, He reveals Himself. But when you begin to move away from Him, you begin to forget. And you lose the sense of the value. Of what it really was. That's it. Amen. So a man that's walking around that failed God years ago does not remember really what it was like. All right. Praise God. All right. Are you following me God, here tonight? God, Show us the Father. Have I been so long time with you? And you don't know me. Remember, Satanus does not know this. Judas was not there. He waited for him to go. And he said it before he got back. He said, I'm not going to talk with you much now. He's coming back. But when he was gone, he said, when you see me. He said, fellas, you're looking at the bar. Hallelujah to God. When you see me, you have seen Him. Then, how can I do what you asked me to do? Show you Tapatros. How can I show you the Father? Oh, glory. Right. I'm going to tell you what it is a revelation of Jesus Christ that there is one God. Yes. Yes. He's God in the Father, He's yes. God in the Son, yes. He's God in the Holy Ghost, but these three are one. Yeah, it, Amen. They are not three separate, distinct entities in a co equal committee delegating authority to one another, sharing in equality and appreciation and glory and eternality and indivisibility, not on your life. There is one God who took upon Himself the form of a man and said, when you see me, you you see Him. Praise God, I've been around here all this time. No wonder Judas didn't know. Philip didn't know. Amen. Sometimes we blame poor old Judas, but Philip didn't. Praise God. Hallelujah. Mm. He that's seen me has seen the Father. That's a message we ought never give up. Nobody says that, doesn't it doesn't. A lot of folks say now it doesn't make any difference. I'm not going to drop the ball this near the goal. Bless your heart. Praise God. It does make a difference. Amen. If there's a committee of God's, we need to be giving glory to all of them. Mm. But He says, I am one. Hallelujah. The Father is in me. The Father is an invisible spirit that planted a seed in a virgin womb and continued to live in that body and walk and talk as the only entity of God visible among men. Paul said in a wonderful way. He took upon himself the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. The devil doesn't know it. The world doesn't know it. Hallelujah. It is the revelation
1: of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen! Praise God! We believe there's
0: three, but we don't believe that these three are separate persons. We believe these three are separate manifestations of God. Hallelujah! He was Father in creation. He became Son in the purpose of redemption. And He's the Holy Ghost in emanation in the hearts of His dear elect. Hallelujah! But he could act and speak as God, and he could act and speak as man.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: Praise God. Yeah. As man he prayed. As God he answered prayer. He said, the Father that's in me is doing the work. The work I do, I do not of myself. But the Father that dwells in me, he does the work. I and my Father are one. Praise God. We praise the Father. We give Him all the glory. We know who He is. Hallelujah. Thank God. But I'm going to tell you what. In the beginning was whole August was the concept. The concept was God, and the concept was with God. And finally that concept became man and dwelled among us. And we beheld His glory as the only glory of the invisible God. Praise God. Somebody said, I don't get it. You need to start asking God, open my eyes. Hallelujah, hallelujah. One man said to me, the fact that there's one God is in a revelation. I said, I beg your pardon. The first verse of the first chapter of the book of Revelation, the word revelation apocalypsis means the uncovering. This is the uncovering of Jesus Christ. I am the first and I am the last and I am the living one. I am Alpha and Omega. That doesn't mean He's just the first letter and that He's the last letter. That means He's the alphabet. He's everyone in between. And you can do everything with the alphabet. You can spell anything. You can say anything. You can write anything. He's not just the first and the last. He's everything in between. To clear that up, He said, I am which was. And I am... And I'm about to come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the book of Revelations, no longer is He called. uh, We are to feel the Son of God. No longer. Because salvation's purpose and plan is over with. Now He is called throughout the book. Panter Crotera. The Almighty. Hallelujah,
1: hallelujah, hallelujah.
0: Have you got the secret tonight? Amen. Yeah, yeah. The devil's not worthy of that revelation. Yeah. Hallelujah. He's gone. He's gone. I'm not going to talk yeah. to you much, but before he gets back, I'm going to tell you, when you see me, you see the Father. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. All right. All right. Henceforth, you have both seen and hated, both me and my Father. Mm. Right. Hallelujah. Then somebody else, Simon, had a question. Mm-hmm. Or was it Judas? Judas, not his not Judas from Peru, But he said, Alright, when you're gone, how are you going to reveal yourself to us and not to the rest of the world? Read it in those verses in between. How will you reveal yourself to us and not to everybody else? You're here with us. You can talk in parables and then get us aside and explain the parables to us. But what's going to happen when you're gone now? How are you going to reveal yourself to us and not to everybody else? He said, I'm going to send you one called alongside. The word comforter there, the Greek word is parakletos para, is alongside. Cleo is called. One called alongside. It means when you want to know it real bad, just call. And there's one right along beside you. Hallelujah. It's been used as an advocate. It's been used as propitiation. It has been used as comforter. But the literal word means one called alongside. How are you going to reveal yourself to us and not to everybody else? He said, I'll tell you how I'll do it. I'm going to send a comforter. Praise God. I'm going to send you one called alongside. And He'll reveal everything to you that you should know. Praise God. God. Don't tell me you don't need the Holy Ghost. How are you going to know everything you should know? If you don't have that one called alongside. Hallelujah. How are we going to know Him then? He said, use my name. I will send him in my name. What's his name?
1: Jesus.
0: The Bible says there's no other name given among men whereby if you was going to call that one alongside, who are you going to call? Baal? Are you going to call No. Melancholem? Who are you going to call? Well, oh, praise God. Amen. He is. Yah, who has become Shua. Mm. Yeah, let's talk about that a minute, all right? I think maybe I uh, was here before. I mentioned, <laughs> I don't know whether you knew it was a conference or not. I mentioned it when I was preaching at our conference. I uh, had the Ashkenazi Hebrew in school. Uh, later, uh, took uh, what's called Sephardi Hebrew. And the rabbi professor uh, was making a point every night or every class. The Jewish rabbi professor was saying, We do not know the name of God. It is the tetragrammaton four consonants. We do not know the vowels that go with them. It is the unpronounceable name. Therefore they prayed to a God who has no name. They still do not know His name. Still do not know His name. How do you come out with Jehovah? You take the vowels, which are dots and dashes that go around the consonants. I've got some I'll show you tonight, writing, if you'd like to see it. I've passed that some last time. Did I do that? Okay, some Hebrew. But you take the vowels that belong unto Adonai, which means earthly Lord, an earthly master. Put those under the four consonants that represent God and you come out with Yahweh. But he said, we still do not know whether those vowels belong under them. Therefore the ancients took two yokes which are common. Just common looking things. Put shvaz underneath them with a at that, and you come out with Yah. They pray to Yah. It's an abbreviation. Yah. Yah. Read as far back as as the scrolls go, way on back into the Hittite scrolls, and you'll read about Yah. Always Yah. He was Yah Zikinu. Jehovah is our righteousness. He was Yah Shalom. He was. Jehovah is our peace. Yeah. Praise God. Everything that they needed from God, Yah yeah. But finally, they needed Yah to become salvation. Yeah. Yeah. I agreed with the rabbi every night. I said, That's true. We don't know his name. He'd come to me. He said, MD. He said, I see that you agree with my uh, evaluation of the Tetragrammaton and the Constance. And I said, I agree. He said, How can you do that? I said, Because I believe in one God. He says you do. I said I pray just like you do. I said
1: that's the way it
0: is. Hallelujah. Hey look, he wasn't a normal man. I mean he's unique. And nobody uniqueer than unique. Nobody. He's unique. Yeah. Yeah. I should say, here I am. Here's my Father. He couldn't because His Father was an invisible spirit. But He said, He's in me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was the
0: Spirit that followed Him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the Spirit that lived in Him. Yeah. Yeah. And a Spirit that gave Him power.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And finally, a Spirit that raised Him from the dead.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. But He was the visible he is, let me tell you, like, am I doing anything? I don't know. I may be talking in a circle He said, here's the way the Apostle said it. He is the impressed character of God's substance. The word person is not there. He is, the word impressed is from taking a ring, used to, and making an impression with that ring as a king or a signet. He is the impressed the word in Greek is character. Exactly where our word character comes from. He is the impressed character of God's substance. You know what he's saying? He is the visible impression of an invisible God. Yes, he's me.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah! When you see me, you've seen
0: Him. He could pray to that Spirit as Father! And not cause a ludicrous kind of frustration as you and I would praying to a father. Because our father is a separate entity from us all together. But he said, the father is in me. I've got to move on. Hallelujah. Oh, glory, 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 glory. I said, what do you do? He said, well... We don't know the name. I said, you don't know the name. I said, what is Yah's head is or Jehovah is our righteousness. Uh, y- uh, Yorathah. Uh, he is our healer. On and on. Yah shalom. He is our peace. On and on. I said, what would you say if Yah became salvation? He said, Yah'shua. I said, surely Yah'shua, <laughs> which in English is Joshua, which is, through the Greek, is Jesus. Praise
1: God.
0: He said, In all my life I never heard it like that. I said, You never talked to nobody that saw Him exactly like He really is. Hallelujah. One time you ever get a glimpse of it, you can holler it from the rooftops, but they that don't know, won't know. But it takes the Holy Ghost coming in the middle of the night and speaking to your heart and revealing it to you. Hallelujah. And every time you get on your knees and you're worshiping God and you're talking in tongues, thank God, you're speaking mysteries that nobody can understand. Hallelujah. And one of those mysteries is this, without an argument, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, was believed on in the world, preached under the Gentiles, and received up in the glory. Have you got the secret tonight? Hallelujah. 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 All right. Three things that Judas did not hear. Three things that he did not hear. He did not hear Jesus say, I no longer call you slaves, but I'm going to call you friends. The word "dealless, duelist that we use for service. Pull my coat off. All right. I'm warming up. I no longer call you slaves, duelists, but I call you feelers. I call you friends. Why? Why make the distinction? He said, because a slave does not know what his master is doing. But a friend knows what his master is doing. Hallelujah. Hey, that's wonderful. The difference, the difference. When Judas was gone, and when he had them there by himself, he said, I want to call you a new name. I'm going to call you friends. What's the difference? It's because you're going to know what I'm doing from now on. Glory to God. A slave and a servant. Listen, my friend, if a slave and a servant of Jesus Christ doesn't know as much as a friend of Jesus Christ, much less does an enemy know of Jesus Christ. Praise God. Amen. And he said, you're either with me or you're against me.
1: Did he say that?
0: Hallelujah. The reason i say it again, he called them friends, is because it is an element of an equality of knowledge. I share with my friends. The deepest secrets, the inmost mysteries, I share with you. But a servant doesn't have to know. It doesn't benefit him to know. Because he will never be elevated to the status of a friend. Hallelujah. We're going to sit with him in his throne. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, glory, glory. i say it again. The Bible said we're going to sit with Him in His throne. I didn't call myself His friend. He called me His friend. And He let me know the reason is I want to tell you some things that I wouldn't tell just anybody. i repeat it. If a friend don't know it, an enemy sure don't know it. Thank God. Oh, glory. So He opens doors of words to us in the Spirit of God. Ah, Amen. And we know who He is. Praise God. God. He never did hear Him say, there are many things I can talk to you now, but you cannot bear them. Uh There is a difference when the Holy Ghost comes on how much you can hear, retain, and appreciate. Did He say it? What is the difference between the, uh, the disciples pre-Holy Ghost and post-Holy Ghost? When the Holy Ghost came, they could hear things they couldn't hear before. By that we mean they could understand things and bear it and appreciate it, whereas they couldn't before. Hmm. Somebody said, if you've got the Holy Ghost, who wants to do without it? Amen. Did you know it's an insult to God? to ask whether or not you have to have the Holy Ghost? Hmm. That's an insult. I, I'm, I uh, may show the ministry in, the, in a translation of, the, of Genesis where it says, My spirit shall not always strive. The word is, My spirit shall not always be humbled in man. There's a lot of people not worthy. Mm. That's a reason when... When he took upon himself the form of a man, he always said, I'm pleased with my son. Mm. It pleased the Father to dwell him, indwell him with fullness, was the first character that ever lived that wasn't a humbling of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I want to walk around glorifying God. Let me be a fit subject. Let me be a vessel that can bear the Holy Ghost and Him not be humbled in my heart and in my life. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Woo! Glory! Thank God! Amen. Things that you can't bear. But when you get the Holy Ghost, you're going to bear them and you're going to, it's going to show you all things. I'm praying tonight. Apostolics, realize what God gave you when He gave you the Holy Ghost. It was not a passive, subjective experience. It was a power-packed encapsulation of a spirit within you. Amen. That will take you the rest of your life to figure out everything it's trying to tell you. Amen. I'll be from now on. Somebody said, I don't believe you got to study the Word of God. Woo! Study the Word of God. I don't have to study that. I've got to study what i got on the inside. I was preaching not long ago in Baton Rouge. Some couple that had just been converted came in from some other group. And, and they said, I don't know why they said that, but they said, we thought that the Gospel was simple. I said, it is. To receive it if you're honest. But after you get it, it takes you the rest of your life to learn what all you got. Praise God! Because it's going to teach you. Every day, it's going to teach you. Amen. And the longer you listen, the closer you get. The farther away, the more you forget. Praise God! Oh, I want to glorify Him. Hallelujah! Hallelujah, hallelujah, now is the Son of Man splendorized. And then He said, don't talk to us anymore in parables. And that's when He let them know, I'll not say very much more to you because the ruler of this world is coming. Uh, it goes on, there are several more things. I won't, I won't take time to cover them all tonight, but I just want to... Uh, Uh, insert this in the secrets of the church are messages that constantly keep me fit to retain the Holy Ghost Amen so that he will not be humbled praise God but it also prepares me that I can stand before him glory to God in Him are hidden all of the mysteries of wisdom and knowledge. Mm. Spirit speaks mysteries. Oh, glory to God. I, uh, I don't know if you were at the conference. I, I mentioned it there. I'll, I'll repeat it tonight. We know not what to pray for as we ought. I preached on prayer the General Conference, we know not what to pray for as we are. Not how, but what. Because we're not omniscient. We don't know everything. We don't know what the needs are way out yonder. But the Spirit helps our weaknesses with groaning sounds that can't be understood. Are you listening? Some of you I lost about three-quarters of the way back. Amen. Amen. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We're going on because we're fixing to talk about some more stuff here now. Hallelujah to God. Amen. We know not what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit helps our weaknesses. Helps us when we don't know. With groanings that cannot be understood. Woo! Hallelujah! And he said, when you're in church and you're talking in tongues, glory to God. Somebody said that's just because he knew another language. Then why in the world did he say, pray that you may interpret? If Paul says tongues, he just knew a bunch of languages. Why Why did he have to say, pray that you interpret? If you know them, you don't have to pray. You can just interpret them. Glory to God. But you're sitting in church, and the Holy Ghost comes, and He knows what we ought to be praying for. Amen. And He starts talking to us. And the next thing you know, He said, pray. If you can't, and somebody else gets it, hush. Glory. Glory. Oh, I can't get on talking in tongues tonight. we would be here all night long because it's a lot of different things and a lot of different situations. But just for an idea of what it can do, Brother Dudley from Canada told years ago, I heard him tell about a mother who got up one morning and uh, was, uh, was cleaning up the uh, breakfast dishes when the son had gone to drive a truck. I think perhaps the son was unsaved. But uh was icy conditions, uh, very bad icy conditions, and he was driving this 18-wheeler. And uh, But uh, he went to his job, and, and Mother was busy cleaning up and, and doing the uh, dishes and the work in the kitchen. And all of a sudden, she felt the need to pray. Thank God. So she got down, and she began to pray. And it didn't take long. Don't take long. If you're really following God, she was in the Spirit. And she was speaking in tongues. And she was inside of a truck cab. And this cab was going down a long icy slope. And there was a sharp turn at the bottom that could not be negotiated because of the ice. But she spoke in tongues until she in that cab got around the curve at the bottom safely. When the son came in from work that evening, said, Mama... But i got to tell you, I had an experience today. And she said, let me tell you. And she started explaining that long hill. Hallelujah. We know not what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit helps our weaknesses with groaning secrets of the church. How many has ever had the Lord to reveal a secret to you?
1: Woo!
0: I may, be, I may be redundant in repeating some things, uh, but um, I'll, I'll close with this. I, th- I think, I think, I think. I'm having a good time. You yeah, folks. Yeah, amen. Yeah, yeah. Amen. I, I had a back trouble all the way up here. I'm feeling good tonight. Where's my coon dog? <laughs> all right. Hey, amen. Where's Jubal? That's my mule. He is a jumping mule. Right? Isn't that right? Yes, yes sir. Got to it. I can bring him to a fence, get off of him, step off of him, and he'll jump the fence and I can get on him right on. His name is Jubal. I named him Jubal because Jubal in the Old Testament is the father of all who make music. All right. Jubal knows how to bray real loud, make real funny noise. Anyway. <laughs> uh, bless your heart. I, uh, some, uh, some years ago, I... Went to the doctor for an eye examination. Felt like I was needing these, having to get things out a little longer. And um, he said, uh, Reverend, you have rapid-growing cataracts on your eyes. He said, they're young man's cataracts. I said, thank you very much for saying that. He said, the problem with them, they are more difficult than they would be if they developed later in your life. But he said, we can get, get it. I'll have to remove the first one within just a few months. The other one will maybe be retarded for some cause. Fine, no big deal. Let's just go in. It's day surgery now, no big operation. And uh, they got me ready to just kind of uh, put a little something in there and go ahead and I'd be able to talk to him and everything while he was working on my. I didn't like the thoughts of it to start with. But uh, just before we began to work on it, he put something in my eye that I was highly allergic to. And the moment that it hit my eye and my brain, I like to come off of that table. And I literally screamed. He said, I, 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 know what, I know what it is. He said, you're allergic to this. I know what it is. I'll put you to sleep. He went ahead. And there was a dread, the most horror that came over me that you could ever imagine put me to sleep You operated But like my family said when I came out from under the anesthesia I was still groaning that horror was still there my, my, my. well time went on it didn't get there we had to hurry to get out of there let through the tissues for this, they sent me to Houston for them to use laser on that tissue and doing that just before they did that, the same thing in my eye again. I went on about the seventh floor you look out. And I, I said, I don't know what they put in my eye, but I feel like jumping out of this window, a horror that descended on me it was hours before that day. And they, I didn't say anything about it. I thought I was just acting silly, you know. They gave me a bottle of the stuff to bring home with me and put in my eye every four hours. All the time I was doing that, I was injuring my brain. Finally, I told him, I said, I don't know what, what this is, but, but I'm in a terrible condition. Oh, man, man, I don't take that anymore. It's too late. I came from Premont one night and chilled people with that horror of with me. I felt like my head was exploding. It was a horror. I could not explain to you. But I went for months. I'd go to church, and I'd try to have a church, I'd turn it over to my son. Was I couldn't preach, I couldn't study, I couldn't think. It was a horror. And I knew depression I'd had. Psychology and psychiatry in school, so I knew what it was about. It wasn't just a serotonin flip. Finally they found an expert that knew the impact of one medicine against another. They sent me to him, he listened, he said I get about ten of those a year. In syphilia uh uh, medicinally induced. Knowing Greek, I knew what he said. That your brain is damaged begin to talk to me about the possibilities. I can't preach. I can't function. I'm through. It's all over with for me. I had some friends really know how to help. You know, some of your friends know how to help. So so stupid, uh, you know. One of them told me, said, yeah, you learn Greek, Hebrew, put a little something in your and blow it all out. You know, you know how to really help you out. Yeah. So I'd, I'd gone like that for as long as it just grew worse. I went one Saturday. I said, I'm determined today to prepare for my service in the morning. I set out the desk. I turned from my desk to reach for a book and it hit me. What's the use? At that moment, the phone rang. And from across the waters, Brother Sammy Stewart in Jamaica said, Brother Teresa, I just got on a plane in Guyana on my way back to Jamaica. I had preached a prophecy conference for him years before, but we weren't friends that we called one another every week. I loved him. I love him more now than ever. In fact, I called him up in front of everybody and hugged him the other night in our conference. He said, I got on a plane in Guyana. He said, as soon as I sat on the seat, God spoke to me that you were in desperate need. He said, we were buckling in to take off Spirit spoke to me to pray. He said, all I had time to do was just bend over and see and pray. But he said, I saw you with your face in your hands. And that's the way I was when the phone rang. He said, God told me to pray. I said, I'll have to call you back. I was so broken. I was incoherent. I said, I'll have to call you back. I composed myself I called him back. I told him the story. He said, i never had anything like that before in my life. He said, God spoke to me. I stood up from that chair from weeping, totally healed by the presence and the power of God.
1: Never another
0: moment. Never another moment. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We know not what to pray for, as we are. But the Spirit helps our weaknesses yeah. with groanings.
1: Yeah.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I told that at the general conference. Well, October I was closing my message on prayer. And folks went to prayer. It was a great spirit that moved upon us. But there was a man who came up to me. I will never forget him spot. Brother Therese said, they've used laser on my eyes 23 times. They put the same stuff in my eye and the same reaction. He said, I've lived with it for years. He said, is there a Sammy Stewart for me anywhere in the world? My heart broke. I said, sir, I don't know whether God has me for your Sammy Stewart or not. I don't know. But I'll assure you that you've got one man that's going to pray for you because I know where you are. He said, thank you. I called Brother Sammy Stewart. I would called him up there that night. I loved him in front of thousands of people and told that story. I said I want to come back to Jamaica. He'd asked me several times. I said I'm going to take you up on that offer. I'm coming back. He said When can you come back? I said I'll come back next Sunday. (laughs) All right, we set it up. I flew at my own expense to Jamaica. I said I want to. It's a pilgrimage to me. I want to go tell the And if you ever been to the Jamaica church, brother, when I told them how God spoke to their pastor to pray for me. I didn't get it for 30 minutes after that to where I could talk again. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, about, you know about a shouting time we had one in Jamaica. But I told at the end of it about this man that came up and told me, is there a Sammy Stewart for me anywhere? And when I said that, that Jamaican church Praise God. They began to pray. Hallelujah. Praise God. Next week when I got home, the man called me. I didn't even remember his name. I didn't know his name. I didn't know where he was from. He said, Brother Treese, I am a home mission preacher. I've built churches, but I've been so sick that I haven't been able to go build a church. But he said, this week there's been a new burst of energy that's come in to me and it said I'm leaving to go build a new church. Praise God. Praise God. Oh,
1: hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah.
0: Oh, bless his name. Bless his name. Sandala go for Hallelujah, Hallelujah, hallelujah. We know not what to pray for as we ought. Amen. I have no direction tonight as the Holy Ghost. Amen, amen, amen. But I feel the Holy Ghost here right now. Speak to our hearts. Bless the name of the Lord, O my soul. Bless the name of the Lord, forget not all of His benefits. Thou alone are God, there is none like Thee. Among the gods, You are unique. Hallelujah to God, my prayer rises as incense before God. And my hands are as the lifting, as the evening sacrifice. I'll worship the Lord all the days of my life. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Sing something. Hallelujah to God. Move up and down these aisles. Holy Ghost. Ooh, Holy Ghost, breathe on us tonight. Hallelujah! 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 Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah.
0: may have a need. We yes, we are. This is holy ground. ground. And I know. There are angels, beings all around We're going to sing it again, but the Holy Ghost is moving here tonight. Amen. There's some people that know how to do one way, but they don't know how to do any other. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost is moving tonight, and He can speak. And there are those who will know what God is doing here among us. Speak, Lord, to our hearts. We're going to sing it again. I'm not telling you to do anything. But he's got an open line to ever soul. He's got an open line. And to those that he deals with. Mm. Sing it, sister. We
2: are standing